So it is a new year, it's a new season, and it's a chance to start fresh and refocus. I always feel inspired at the beginning of the year. I, I clean out cupboards and you know get rid of stuff. And I, I, I happen to move out a piece of furniture out of this room. And honestly, I was amazed at what can happen when you actually take something out. Because sometimes it's not a new thing that we want to add, it's a new thing that we want to take away. It changed the room. So today, we're actually going to look, not at the physical outside things, but we're gonna look at the inside things. Because it's a great time to reflect and look at what we need to clean up on the inside. And it could be, what you know, mindsets, could be thoughts, could be pain or hurt from the past. But what happens when we go through and we look and we clean it out, it makes room for new things that God has got for you. So, you know, you might be here today and you don't have a relationship with God. As David said, there will be an opportunity for you to have one a little later on. Honestly, it's the best decision you could make. I didn't actually start following Jesus until I was 38. So I've got a lot of um, stuff pre-Jesus to share. Oh, it's going to be fun, believe me. Hey, yeah. But, but since... It's just changed my life. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, so in, um, actually, let me pray. Just close your eyes. Thank you, Father, for your word that is powerful. I thank you, Lord, that right now you're speaking to people, that you are here, that you're touching hearts, that you're revealing to us what we need to know today, Father, that your word that brings light and it brings life. Lord, I thank you, Father, that your word today will be a life changer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In the Word of God in Isaiah 43, 18 to 19, it says, But the Lord says, Do not cling to the events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing that I am going to do. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. This is in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet in the Bible and he wrote this to the people of Israel. You know, it was a prophetic writing because they were desperate. They were in desperate circumstances. They were in captivity. They were locked up. They were in exile. So, but he, like God wanted to put them to put their eyes on the new work that he would do. And he began to remind them not to cling to the past. If they were stuck in failure and sin, and discouragement of the past, they would never go forward to the new thing that God had for them. So we're gonna look at that scripture like, but the Lord says, do not cling to the events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. So my first point is, don't be clingy. Turn to the person next to you and say, don't be clingy. Yeah. And the other person can say, I'm not. <laughs> Don't be clingy. Don't cling to the things of the past. When I think of that word cling, it makes me think of grasshoppers. That's right. Because like, I don't know, like if you've seen those big, big grasshoppers, like man, I have, they cling to you. I am not great with insects, especially large ones like that. And I remember a time where this grasshopper was on my arm. I just happened to be walking past the garden. Believe me, I'm not a gardener. I was walking past the garden and this grasshopper came on. So I'm like, <laughs> doing all this jumping and carrying on, but it was still there. It, cling, it clung to me. 
It didn't matter how much I reacted. It didn't matter how much I jumped around. It didn't go until I stopped, until I focused, until I looked at it and then I went, get off. (laughs) Do you know that we can have the same thing in our lives where sometimes we react to things and we don't know why. We're jumping around, we react, we don't know what's going on. We're reacting to it, but it's not until we stop and we focus and we have a look. It wasn't what we thought it was, it was something that we had in our past that is clinging to us. So we're gonna get rid of those things that are clinging to us. We're gonna have some time a little bit later to minister, to break things off, to let things go, to let things pass, because God, He can cleanse us. He can remove sin from us. He can remove abuse from us. He can remove things that have like just cluttered up on the inside of us. He can take it. We can let go of those things. Because let's face it, we've all had areas in our lives where you know, we're dissatisfied. Things haven't turned out how we thought they were going to. We've made promises that we haven't been able to keep. We've experienced failure and setbacks. And it can be hard to let go of the past. Believe me, like I said, 38 years of living without God, there was a lot of past that was on the inside of me that was so hard. I would just keep reverting back to that whole thing, you know, reacting, not knowing what was actually stopping me. And it comes, some of the things that, why it happens, it's, it's, it's about conditioning. How we think, you know, the mindset that we have, how we behave in situations, they all come from our past. It's like muscle memory. Just like when David, he got back on the treadmill, eventually his body remembered that he had moved before. So, so it is, like the memory is there. But what happens, like I said, with the, grasshop, with the grasshopper, that was like, oh! It reminded me of the past in a way, but it just made me just react because of things, fear that was on the inside of me. So things can, can do that. Conditioning can do that. Uh, rejection can do that. I used to get uh, feel rejected if I said hello to somebody and they didn't say hello back. Man, I would go and I would spend days thinking like, why didn't they say hello to me? Like seriously, I know, but, but it is, they may not have even heard me, but do you understand how uh, we can let things on the outside of us affect us and we don't even know what's going on. We don't know what's going on in their life. We don't know if they hurt us. But what we do, we get caught up in this, oh my gosh, you know. And, and really, it wasn't that they never said hello to me. It's because of the rejection that I'd had in the past that continually would just pop up. When even little things happen, I'd go back to that rejection, that horrible rejection. Michelle, that's you. Hello from Bridgman Downs. Hello, Byron. Like, yeah, there you go. But, uh, yeah, anyway, we're back to rejection. But bad habits, we can have addictions, we can crave and become addicted to things that can destroy our lives. Drugs, pornography, junk food, alcohol, destructive relationships. Don't be clingy. Don't be clingy. One word from Jesus can free you. Thoughts and mindsets, negativity, negativity, uh, fear, betrayal, manipulation, frustration. I mean, this is sounding like what an awesome message this is, right? But I'm just trying to say these are all things that can, we can keep there. Anxiety, grief, sadness, sickness, offence, anger, criticism, disappointment, discouragement, resentment, bitterness. 
We can have fear, the fear of criticism, criticism, what other people think about us, the fear of responsibility, what if I can't handle this, the fear of failure, what if I blow it, the fear of starting a business, the fear of going overseas, the fear of being alone, failure. Sometimes, you know, your best laid plans just fall apart, the project collapses, the deal falls through, you might lose the business, you might lose a job, you might constantly apply for a job and you're not getting one. But do you know, failing at something does not make you a failure. It doesn't. It doesn't make you a failure. Most people who have done great things have failed many times before they actually succeed. Michael Jordan, have you heard of Michael Jordan? Yeah, Michael Jordan. <laughs> He's considered one of NBA's greatest basketball players of all time. But he openly admits that failing more, he failed more than most people. He quoted uh, that he lost almost 300 games. That's more games than many NBA players have even played. That he missed 9,000 shots at goal. That's again, more shots than the average NBA players even make. And 26 times he was given the ball right on the final clock going there. He's given the ball to win the game and he can turn it around and he missed. 26 times that happened. But he says... Uh, the reason he has succeeded comes down to his constant failure. He viewed failure as a stepping stone towards success. So it just is how we look at it. But failures can stop you. I remember when I lost a lot of money on an investment and oh, it was like $100,000. It's a lot of money. It had taken me a long time to actually even get that $100,000 and then kapoof, it was gone just like that. Bummer. That's terrible, right? And I felt like a failure. I, was, I felt ashamed, I wanted to hide, I didn't want to tell anyone, I felt like an idiot. Do you, do you, like all these things happen like that. But I want to tell you, the Word of God, like God spoke to me and said, you know, hey, it's not over. Just get up. Don't cling to your past. Don't cling to the past failures in your life. If I had done that, if I just held on to those past failures and never did anything again, I wouldn't have the house I wouldn't have bought my house that I live in. I wouldn't have invested again. Do you understand? Forget about the past. Move on. Move on. And you can do that with the Word of God. The Word of God helped me. Like, you know, for God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. That was the scripture that helped me get over my fear of investing again. You know, I was a little bit nervous, but hey, you, I'd rather live like a tiger in like a chicken, whatever, whatever that say. So, you know, like sometimes you just got to step out. Do it. Do it with fear. Sometimes you just got to do that. So don't let failure lower your dreams. Don't let it, that, the God, that God has put in your heart. The second thing is are words. You know, positive words, they have power. But uh, negative words, they also have power. You know, the saying, sticks and stones will break my bones, but ne words will never hurt, uh, hurt me. Do you know that saying? I don't know. Is it just when I was a kid? That's what you used to say. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Like, what a lot of rubbish. Like, honestly, it is rubbish. Words can pierce you. They can hurt you. They can stop you. They can paralyze you. Uh, well, they, you know, they can do that. Words are very, very important. So the Word of God, though, destroys any labels. Like when people say, oh, man, you're fat. Oh, like you're ugly. 
Like, oh, you'll never amount to anything, really. Like, you're hopeless. You're so dumb. Like, honestly, all of those labels, I've had all of those throughout my life at some time. More than that, many. Like, I've had, like, you're black. Like, seriously, that's not a great label. Like, you're, you're a failure. Like, all these things, words have power. And they, have, they can hang, like, you can live under them. But you have a choice. You can either live under those words or you can live under the Word of God. You can. His Word is powerful. And how I stopped that rejection thing, like because that was one of my biggest things that I needed to overcome, was by declaring the Word of God, doing declarations. I sat down and I wrote out all the things that I felt that God uh, thought about me, what He says, who He says I am. You know, I used to get up every morning and for years and just say this to myself, you know, I am blessed and highly favoured. Every part of my life is blessed. My house is a haven of peace. My children and family, they're coming into alignment with God's plans and purposes. I speak into my mind, peace. I speak into my heart, courage. I speak into my feet that there are paths that I can overcome obstacles. God loves me. God is proud of me. God accepts me. Say so all these sorts of things. I used to say that over and over again. And after a while, I started to believe it. Declarations can change your life. They can change your heart. Live under the Word of God, not other people. Live under God's Word. So whatever Word dominates your life is the Word that you're living under. Just so you know. You know, Jesus said that heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will live forever. Live under His Word. You are who God says you are. So in the chat, say that, you know. I'm awesome. (laughs) Do you know what? Sometimes it's great to say like, I'm so awesome. I mean, I do do that sometimes. Like, yeah, you're so good. Come on, come on. Like, 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 after a while, you can imagine me doing it. But but I never used to be able to do it. But now I'm like, yeah, you're so good. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Because I want to encourage myself. I want to be an upbeat person. I don't want to be a downbeat person. And to be an upbeat person, you've got to be upbeat on the inside. You've got to know who you are in Christ. You've got to take authority over, you know, everything that's tried to stop you, every word that doesn't help you, you can take authority over it and get rid of it. And we're going to do that later. I feel God here. He is waiting. He is waiting to break those things off you. Well, and the other thing is, so we've had conditioning because of conditioning, because of words that have been spoken, but also secrets. There is a saying that we're only as sick as our secrets. And that is because secrets cause us to hide. Sin causes us to hide. Things that we don't want people to know. We hide, we hide. But what happens? I don't know if you, uh, you know, sin only flourishes in the dark. This might be way too old, but... Back in the day, cameras used to have rolls in them. Like, does anyone know what I'm talking about? And, you, <laughs> and you, you put the roll in, you put the roll in, and then you shut the camera, you take photos, and then you get the roll out. Now, one of the things that they would always say is, don't open it, don't bring light to it. But do you know that's what the devil does in our lives? He goes around taking photos of our sin. Ooh, look, they did that. Ooh. Binging on Netflix again. Oh, oh! Like, but he he runs around taking photos of our sin so he can remind us, "You're you're no good. You did that. 
oh my gosh, you did that. How can you even look anybody in the eye? You did this, you did that. He condemns us with those photos. But I gotta tell you what, you've gotta bring it into the light. Bring it into the light because sin dies in the light. Flourishes in the dark, dies in the light. So when we bring what our secrets are into the light, when we confess things, when we repent, when we ask God to forgive us, when we ask other people to forgive us, we're bringing things into the light and we can be healed. It can be let go. When something is in the light, and you know it yourself, I'm sure we've all had a secret sometimes and it starts to eat you up on the inside sometimes and you don't wanna look that person in the eye and you think, oh, if they only knew what I'd done, if they only knew, oh, that's absolute rubbish. It's, it's, it's gonna hold you back. Speak it out, confess it. Confess it to one another. Ask for forgiveness, ask God for forgiveness. So when we repent, we're changing our mind. We're changing our mind and we're going in the other direction. So don't let secrets stop you as well. So it is a change, but don't live in condemnation over, the past, over your past sins and mistakes. Let it go. So how can you stop being clingy? Because don't be clingy. <laughs> don't cling to your past. We can stop being clingy by forgiving quickly. Forgive others quickly, forgive ourselves quickly. Uh, Be quick to repent. Ask God to forgive us. Ask other people to forgive us and declare the the Word of God over our life. It is a sword in our hand. It talks about that in in Ephesians, that we put on the full armour of God and one of them is a sword. We can just cut things off. I was actually gonna bring a sword in, but I thought it might be a bit dangerous. For you online and in Melbourne, you'd be right, but just in case I was wielding it around and off with Hein's head. But yeah, so I didn't want to, I didn't quite trust myself with my left hand, like so, but a sword is powerful. And that's the Word of God. A sword in your mouth is powerful. When you declare, you break the power of the enemy off your life. Not only that though, you go forward in what God has called you to. It's a two-way thing with the sword. With the Word of God, it makes a way through the bush. And then you, you can go forward, but it also, over the enemy there, like a bit of a jab here and there, like, wow, I should do fencing. I reckon I'd be good at it. But that, that's what the Word of God does with a sword. He comes with the sword out of your mouth. So back to our scripture, but the Lord says, do not cling to the events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing I'm going to do. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water. A new thing. A new thing. God is doing a new thing. Do you not know it? It says that here like, I'm going to. Like it's already happening. You can see it now. You only see it though if you're looking. Just stop and look. What is God doing? When we fix our eyes on Jesus, on on the Word of God, on His purposes, on His promises. We will see what He's doing. What is He doing new? It might be, He might want you to go deeper in a relationship with Him or read, it might be reading the Bible daily this year. It might be buying a house. It might be uh, getting out of debt. It might be starting a new relationship. It might be having a new member of the family. We've had quite a few people having babies here. So like, they're gonna have new members in their family this year. It might be uh, growing and something that you feel that God has called you to. I mean, this year I did a dream interpretation course. It might be whatever it is. Like, what is the new thing that God has for you? It might be growing your confidence. So whatever that new thing is, 
It's a great way to begin uh, by setting your goals. Like we are having goal anointing service a little bit later in the month, I think. <laughs> yes, we are. So, but it's the beginning when you know what is new. Like last year, I've, had lots of, I've done lots of things. Like God has spoken to me about reading the Word every day or He's spoken to me about praying every day. He's spoken to me about investing. He's All different things. But this year, or not this year, sorry, 2022, he spoke to me about watching less Netflix. Oh, that wasn't very nice, Jesus. But anyway, because <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> but do you know sometimes to actually get something out of your life, you've got to replace it with something else. So I thought, what can I do that will lessen the amount of Netflix that I watch? Because I don't have anyone watching me except for Jesus. Right? So I think, well, what should I, what should I do? What can I do? So I thought, well, do you know what? And I thought, well, it's going to have to be something that I really have to put my mind to. And it's got to be a challenge because I love a challenge. So I thought, well, I'm going to read 50 books this year. So I thought, yep, that's going to be a challenge. And that's going to keep me away from the TV because I've got to spend time reading, right? So I, I did that. I, I thought, right, that's it. Okay, that's one of my goals for this year was to read 50 books. And I did that. I, did, I read 50 books in 2022, all sorts of books, like autobiographies, biographies, and uh, Christian books, leadership books, fiction books, but 50 books. And honestly, it was like, it opened a new world up to me. I didn't realize the new thing God was doing. I was thinking he was trying to stop me from watching Netflix, which he was, but he opened this new world in me. Like I am addicted to books now. I just love it. I love reading. I love like opening a book and it can just change the atmosphere of where you are. I love that you can learn new things. I, I, honestly, it opened a new thing. So what is the new thing that God wants from you today? this year? What's the new thing that you're stepping into? You know, in Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a what? And a future, a hope and a future. He doesn't wanna give you a hope and a past. We don't want to cling to the past. We want the future. So we're going to do a new thing. We are going to, like, I'm going to invite the band up if you can come up. Because very soon we are going to pray for all of those things. I felt that even as I was speaking, things were starting to pop up on the inside of you. This is like the clean out service, I guess. You know, it's like cleaning things out, letting go of things that we don't need anymore. I mean it. The Word of God and His power and the Holy Spirit is here can remove things, can remove sin, can wash you clean, but He can also speak to you about your new thing as well. And we're gonna be doing that, whether it is. Like I'm gonna read a few things out, and uh, even before I do that, though, I will pray because I'm gonna release Melbourne. Okay, let's close our eyes. Thank you, Father. Oh, Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're here. I thank you, Lord, that you know what is gonna happen that you've already put things on people's hearts, Father, to let go of, to release, and not cling to any longer. I thank you, Lord, that it's gonna clean up on the inside and allow for the new, Father, the new to come.
whether it's new businesses, whether it's getting a more of a relationship with you, Lord, whether it's starting a new relationship with you, Father, that you are here, that you will speak clearly. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you, Melbourne. Have a great day. I'm gonna hand it back to you, Toby. Let's say goodbye to, to Melbourne East. <laughs>